All right, fellow fact checkers. Now, before we start the show, I want to remind you to head over and check out our great sponsor, Fox and Son Coffee. Uh, they've got an amazing deal with all kinds of blends going on. So head over there and check it out. You can get the Mexican honey prep, the Brazilian honey prep, the Guatemalan, the Ethiopian. They'll be adding new roasts regularly. So be sure to check in and see what new flavors Steve has got over at Fox and Son Coffee. They've also got all of your usual favorites, the Den Blend Dark, the Den Blend Light, and the one that we personally like around the house since uh, we can't seem to agree on which of the light or the dark is better for both me and the wife, the Den Blend Tube Electric Boogaloo, which is the medium roast. So be sure to use the checkout code FCT for fact check this at checkout, and that'll get you an 18% discount on any order of $25 or more. Also, any order of $37.99 or more gets you free shipping. Load up on all the greatest coffee on the market, and you can thank me later. Well, let's start the show. This episode will be completely taken out of context. Welcome to the Fact Check This Podcast. All right, Fact Check This Podcast. And as you may recall, in late January of 2021, Time Magazine ran an interesting article that detailed the behind-the-scenes work that was done by a cabal of leftists to starting as early as like 20 late 2018 and early 2019 to ensure that all of the right boxes would be checked all of the right um, steps and things were going to be put in place so that they could make sure that they fortified the election in 2020 to ensure that the right candidate won they literally wrote an article about it it I mean, holy shit, I, I'll i link below to where I read through the article and talked about it. Uh, unfortunately, at the time, I didn't actually uh, include the link to the article, or if I had included the link to the article, it now doesn't exist, which I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't exist, because it was seriously just a, I, I want to say it was like 3,000 words, and it was just a complete tell-all of like, these are all the steps we took to make sure that a Democrat won the presidency and the Trump didn't win again. It was fucking insane. Well, fast forward a few years and guess what's going on now? The uh, the right took a look at that, saw the playbook laid out in front of them and said, holy shit, we got to do something about this. How the GOP muzzled the quiet coalition that fought foreign propaganda. Uh, I've also done another episode. It's been a year-ish ago uh, about other steps that the that Republicans have taken on state levels to squash some of those um, quiet cabal actions that have been taken in 2019 leading up to 2020. Um, so here's here's some more where uh, democracy is democracy is being uh, shuttered in favor of actually encouraging democracy oh weird uh the fbi put a pause on briefings with tech companies due to an ongoing lawsuit adding to a broader breakdown in the system meant to guard against influence operations and to ensure election integrity oh my god election integrity a once robust alliance of federal agencies tech companies election officials and researchers that work together to thwart foreign propaganda and disinformation has fragmented after years of sustained republican attacks 
fuck them motherfuckers. Fragment it, blow it to pieces, jettison them into orbit. Fuck it. Because they weren't. It wasn't. It wasn't a robust alliance of federal agencies, tech companies, and election officials that were working to thwart foreign propaganda and disinformation. It was people who were literally censoring censoring American citizens for speaking the truth about what's going on. That's what the fuck it was. The Twitter files have shown that to be 100% accurate, that they were not thwarting anything. They were just suppressing your freedom of speech on social media. The GOP offensive started during the 2020 election as public critiques and has since escalated into lawsuits, governmental inquiries, and public relations campaigns that have succeeded in stopping almost all coordination between the government and social media platforms. Now, if the government was doing everything above board with all of this, would they even have anything to worry about? No, but that's not what was going on. The most recent setback came when the FBI put an indefinite hold on most briefings to social media companies about Russian, Iranian, and Chinese influence campaigns. Employees at two U.S. tech companies who used to receive regular briefings from the FBI's Foreign Influence Task Force told NBC News that it has been months since the Bureau reached out. Good, good. The FBI should not be involved in censoring our freedom of speech. In a testimony last week to the Senate Homeland Security Committee, FBI Director Christopher Wray signaled a significant pullback in communications with tech companies and tied the move to rulings by a conservative federal judge and appeals court that said some government agencies and officials should be restricted from communicating and meeting with social media companies to moderate content. The case is now on hold pending Supreme Court review. We're having some interaction with social media companies, Ray said, but all of those interactions have changed fundamentally in the wake of the court rulings. Because you've lost the ability to strong arm these social media companies into suppressing anything that you deem to be uh, thought crime, basically, is, is what it is. And, and because these social media companies, well, not, not, not in general, the social media companies, but uh, X or Twitter and Elon Musk in particular have come out and just kind of blown the lid on look at all this crazy shit that they were doing and how they were manipulating the the media on this stuff so you're getting what you're getting your comeuppance on this really uh ray didn't elaborate but sources familiar with the matter told nbc news that all of the fbi's interactions with tech platforms now have to be pre-approved and supervised by justice department lawyers good they should have to have like supervised visitation if they want to talk to the if they want to talk to the uh, to the social media companies about how they're going to be restricting content and information. The FBI told the House Judiciary Committee that since the court rulings, the Bureau had discovered foreign influence campaigns on social media platforms, but in some cases did not inform the companies about them because they were hamstrung by new legal oversight, according to a congressional office. What kind like what are these foreign influence campaigns? Like the this is this has been a crock of shit the whole time. Like anytime you ask anybody, well, what's what's this foreign influence campaign doing? What are they saying? What's objectively wrong? Like there's there's never anything. It's always, well, it's it's Russian disinformation. It's Chinese. It's Iranian disinformation. It's, okay, like you're saying the buzzwords of the things that we're supposed to think are bad, but you can't actually give me any examples of what they've done that's actually bad. So unless you can show like 
where is this a legitimate disinformation campaign? Where is there actually bad information coming from? Where is there actually something that's either objectively wrong or that's manipulative? Shut the fuck up. You can't you can't censor freedom of speech and freedom of information on the internet just because it says things that you don't like. That's not disinformation. That and a lot of this stuff may just be viewed or is most likely being put out as opinion pieces. In which case, it's somebody's opinion, and you take from that what you want. You can't control the way people think. That's and that's the point of this: is the FBI wants to control what you see and how you think. The federal government wants to control how your brain works. And anything that goes outside of the, you know, standardized, this is what's approved and, and appropriate for you, that's, that is disinformation or, or uh, a foreign influence campaign or some, you know, some nonsense like that. This is the worst possible outcome in terms of the injunction, said one U.S. official familiar with the matter. The symbiotic relationship between the government and the social media companies has definitely been fractured. The FBI declined to comment. More than a dozen current and former government and tech employees who have been involved in fighting online manipulation campaigns and election falsehoods since 2020 echoed those concerns. Most agreed to speak only on the condition that they not be named, all citing the current climate of harassment against people who work in election and information integrity. Because you've been proven to be agents of the state who are just trying to manipulate with from within. Like you're not stopping foreign manipulation. What you're doing is you're creating the manipulation from within the system. You are driving the outcomes that you desire instead of preventing, you know, actual disinformation and actual foreign campaigns. I don't I I sincerely do not believe that there is a single Russian, Iranian, or Chinese campaign going on on social media to influence anyone of anything. I think they probably track and steal our data, as does our own fucking government. So who gives a shit? The only disinformation and election tampering campaigns that are going on are what's being done by the FBI itself and the Department of Homeland Security and all of these other federal agencies. Nobody nobody from outside is trying to influence our elections or going to have any success in doing so anyway, even if they were. And that's why none of these motherfuckers will speak on anything other than on the condition of anonymity. Not because of uh, harassment against people who work in election and information integrity, but because they don't want people to know who's actually fucking with the elections and who's actually tampering with this shit. A common theme amongst those interviews, the chilling effect that Republican attacks had on the sharing of information about possible interference, which could make it easier for foreign adversaries to manipulate U.S. public opinion and harder for 2024 voters to sort out what's real from what's fake. That's on the voters. That's not your job. That's, that's not the responsibility of the government to decide what's real and what's fake. You, as an individual, have to figure that out for yourself. Other, like you're, you're not allowed to control how our brains work. You're not allowed to control what we see and influence how we think about things. That's our freedom of choice. That's our freedom of information. That's our freedom to figure it out for our fucking selves. And if we look at all of the information and we realize, hey, you're full of fucking shit, that's what you don't want. You don't want us to see all the information because then you're gonna, you know that we'll realize it's like the the Afghanistan bounty thing and and a lot of these uh, 
uh, what was it? The ghost of Kiev and all of these other things. Like y'all twist the narratives. Y'all spin the bullshit. Y'all tell the lies. And then when we find out that you were lying, because we get the information from other sources, the unapproved sources, now you've, now you've shown your ass and you don't want your ass to be shown. You want everybody to believe that you're honest and truthful and you're the arbiters of all things great and holy and, uh, you know, to save democracy. But you're the ones who are peddling the fucking bullshit. You're the ones who are manipulating the system and you don't want competition. You don't want anybody to weasel you out of that. And more importantly, you don't want anybody to expose just how fucking fraudulent you are. And that's what the whole Time Magazine article that came out several years ago. That's what it detailed was how y'all went about doing that shit. You don't want people to remember that, though. Beyond the FBI briefings, other coordination efforts have folded after facing pressure from conservatives. The cybersecurity and infrastructure security agencies, which oversees federal election cybersecurity and has become a favorite target of Republicans, has halted to its outreach to Silicon Valley. And the Department of Homeland Security has shuttered a board designated to coordinate its anti-disinformation programs. Good. This is good news. This is not what this is this is not for you to determine. This is not your job. Some of these efforts really are designed to isolate people and make them feel like they can't communicate with, uh, with CISA, like they can't communicate with their peers in other states, a person who works in the state election administration said. People feel that things are really, really fraught and common sense does not rule today. That common sense is starting to rule. Start, common sense is taking rule back. And that works against the leftist propaganda machine. Some politicians are sounding the alarm. Senator Mitt Romney said efforts to stop foreign manipulation of U.S. politics are well within the government's remit. Mitt Romney should be taken out back and shot in the head. Mitt Romney is a complete waste of humanity. He's a complete waste of space, a waste of oxygen. That dude is useless, especially as a Republican, but as anything, period. I understand we don't want to interdict constitutionally protected speech, but what is constantly constitutionally protected speech? Any of it. All of it. It's all constitutionally protected. Certainly, foreign agents don't have constantly constitutionally protected speech because they're not subject to our Constitution. Okay, that means that you also can't censor them. I presume bots don't have constitutionally protected speech. American citizens do. Can you prove that these are bots? Can you prove that these are foreign agents? No, most of the most of the censoring that I've seen have been having been done was from real people that I know, that I actually know, that I have met and seen in person and talked to. That's the people that get censored, not not bot accounts. Everybody blocks the bot accounts because you can see one when you, uh, because you know one when you see it. It's the real human beings who are, who are explaining a narrative that goes contrary to the approved one. That's who's getting censored. That's who's getting removed from these platforms. Microsoft recently said it expects Russia, Iran, and China to engage in sophisticated influence operations ahead of the 2024 election. Except that they don't even fucking have to. Joe Biden's record speaks for itself. All you have to do is just run graphics of what the economy has done since he's been in office. And that speaks for itself. Russia, China, Iran, they don't need to do that. China, China has enough problems of their own. Russia has enough problems of their own. They don't have any reason to run a bunch of disinformation campaigns on social media in the United States. It does them no fucking good. They've got their own problems that they've got to figure out. Like this is absolutely fucking asinine. But you're going to keep ringing this goddamn foreign election or you know foreign influence bell because that's what the 
base level like midwits will buy into. You've got to keep selling your bullshit to the midwits because they're the only motherfuckers who are buying it. The people who actually are paying attention, we know that you're full of shit and we don't care. Senator Mark Warner, a Democrat of Virginia, the head of the Senate Intelligence Committee who had vocally pushed for election security coordination after 2016, of course he did, of course he did, of course he did, told NBC News he had grave concerns about the setbacks of the system that defends against social media and election manipulation. There is no such thing as social media manipulation. You're fucking retarded. We are seeing a potential scenario where all the major improvements in identifying, threat sharing, and public exposure of foreign malign uh, malign influence activity targeting U.S. elections have been systematically undermined because it never existed to begin with, maybe? Because all of this stuff just served the purpose of censoring American citizens. Before 2016, there was little political will in the U.S. for the government or for tech companies to share intelligence with each other or protect voters from foreign influence campaigns. That year, Russia launched a multifaceted interference campaign that included the Kremlin-tied Internet Research Agency reaching tens of millions of Facebook and Twitter users. Hackers working for Russian intelligence stolen leaked emails from Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign, probed an election machine company, and stole voter information from the state of Illinois. I'm pretty sure a hundred percent of that has already been debunked, but never mind. Be but because people don't actually take the time to go and look at the Mueller report and everything else that came from this and see that it's all completely bullshit. They just buy this hook, line, and sinker and run with it because the average American is a fucking moron and shouldn't be allowed to vote anyway. After the af uh, In the aftermath, President Barack Obama's outgoing secretary for the Department of Homeland Security declared elections to be a critical infrastructure, a move that drew immediate criticism from conservative election officials. Congress voted for the Department of Homeland Security to spin out its cyber and infrastructure protection supports to CISA. Meanwhile, the FBI created the Foreign Intelligence Task Force meant to act as an intermediary that ferried information between the U.S. intelligence community and tech companies. The National Security Agency declined to comment for this story, but its director said in 2022 that the agency had fed intelligence about foreign propagandists to the task force to share with tech platforms. Oh my gosh. The NSA, who have been known to leak and share faulty information to stir people up into a frenzy, was uh, sharing information with uh, the Foreign Influence Task Force about propagandists and platform, tech platforms? I mean, <laughs> liars are going to lie, right? CISA started holding its own meetings with tech companies, briefing them on election administration nuances and helping set up switchboard systems to flag election falsehoods online. See, that's the it's the blanket. We're flagging stuff that we say is untrue. Whether it's untrue or not, we want you to flag it. That's, this is, and now we have violated all semblance of free speech. The new system allowed a local election official to, for example, communicate to Facebook that a group was directing people to the wrong polling site in violation of the company's policies, except that that's not the kind of election interference or the kind of like misinformation that was happening. The misinformation that was happening was people telling the fucking truth about what's going on in the world and what's going on in the country. That's what was actually getting censored. This this kind of stuff, nobody gives a shit. Nobody, nobody's checking fucking Facebook to see where they're supposed to be going to vote. And if you do show up at the wrong place to vote, you know what happens? They tell you where to actually go. It's like literally that fucking simple. These partnerships between government, corporations, and legal and academic researchers were praised after 2020 as a crucial part of ensuring a secure election. 
that that cabal behind the scenes that fortified everything. That's this is what they did. They made sure to suppress anything that might go against what they needed to have be out there so that they could guarantee that 80 million people voted for Joe Biden. I I believe the 6 million number more than I believe the 80 million number, if we're being completely honest. After the election, a victory for the Democrats and Joe Biden, President Donald Trump and many other conservatives refused to accept the loss and lashed out at political enemies. They targeted a number of election integrity operations, including the channels that shared information on disinformation, often accusing them of censoring conservative voices. Because that's literally what the fuck they were doing. In fact, the Time Magazine article laid out how they went about doing it. You had to fortify that fucking election, buddy. Many of them focused on Twitter and Facebook's decision to temporarily limit the reach of a New York Post story about Joe Biden's son hunter published a few weeks before the election to the tech platforms it had echoes of when russia leaked hillary clinton's emails in 2016 except for the leaked emails were legit just like the fucking laptop was legit while facebook ceo mark zuckerberg said fbi statements about certain threats fit the pattern of the hunter biden story both later said the agency didn't specifically say the biden emails were a foreign intelligence campaign Digital forensics experts have verified that at least some of those emails were authentic, but much remains unknown about the origins of the files. They don't actually have any proof that any of that came from Russia. They don't know that. And most of the, and it's like legit. It's all, it's all for real. <laughs> Since then, Republicans have sent many election integrity efforts into retreat. Good. Fuck that. Because the, the, integrity that they set up for the election was the fortification that was talked about in that time in that time article last year the attorney's general offices in uh, missouri and louisiana filed a joint lawsuit against the biden administration alleging federal government outreach to tech companies about content uh, content on their platforms including law enforcement tips about election integrity and covid 19 uh, constituted in intimidation and a violation of first amendment protections to free speech the case is still winding its way through the courts. Last month, the Supreme Court blocked a lower court's ruling in favor of a conservative state's while, uh, case while it hears an appeal. Other efforts have been stopped before they could get started. In March 2022, the Department of Homeland Security created a board to help coordinate its own response to viral falsehoods, prompting outcry from conservatives who claimed the government was policing speech. Nina Jankowitz, Jankowitz, I don't know how to say her name exactly. We're going to go with Jankowitz. Nina Jankowitz, a researcher who studies disinformation and technology, was brought in to run the board and quickly became the target of a debilitating harassment campaign. Homeland Security shut down the board five months later. Yeah, the the, uh, the Ministry of Truth. Yeah, fuck that shit. I mean, did you did anybody actually take the time to look at what the board was going to be doing? It was full blown Ministry of fucking Truth, and she was going to be the minister of truth. I mean, it, it is straight up fucking communist, like full on totalitarian bullshit. And they want to talk about fascism. Fuck. Nobody does fascism better than goddamn Repu or uh, Democrats. Like they, 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 they have written the book on it and the way that they've managed to weasel it in here and there. Like the fact that that got shut down is, is great news and fuck Nina, what the fuck her face is. She needs to go off somewhere else. Anyway, like her, her, her social media presence, that should be a red flag for anybody. Uh, God, die a lonely cat lady, you miserable cunt. But man, like 
these these are all this all of this is good news for people who actually want like free open elections and the free exchange of information and ideas and free speech like all of this is great news Jankowitz said that the decision likely sent a message to federal workers that they might face retaliation for speaking out in a way that upset vocal critics. You should. If you are trying to censor free speech and the free movement of information and ideas, you deserve to be absolutely retaliated against and bullied into submission and out of the public face. Like, just go away. Leave us alone. Let us let us talk to each other like normal human beings without having to worry about being censored or being monitored by the government. If you're the one who's raising the alarm about foreign inf interference or about something that is disenfranchising people and letting the platforms know, it might cost you your job or your safety and security. You think twice about doing that. Biden's head of the CISA, Jen Easterly, a decorated intelligence official who had no prior experience in a public government role, started her tenure with optimism that her agency played a major role in confronting disinformation. One could argue we're in the business of critical infrastructure, and the most critical infrastructure is our cognitive in infrastructure. So building that resilience to misinformation and disinformation, I think, is incredibly important, she said at a talk host uh, at a talk hosted by Wired magazine in her first year on the job. But Easterly, who frequently characterizes herself as nonpartisan, soon withdrew the agency from roles that most actively fought disinformation. Aside from maintaining a webpage that corrects common misconceptions about how elections work, CISA now focuses more on goals like protecting poll workers' physical safety, connecting election officials with cybersecurity resources, and pushing software companies to do a better job building secure platforms or programs. CISA stopped briefing platforms about how U.S. elections are administered after the 2022 midterms, a current CISA employee said, though they did not attribute the move to Republican pressure. Two people familiar with the agency said Easterly had pulled back from outreach to social media companies after being surprised by the severity of conservatives' attacks. Because your job is not to censor content. Your job is not to censor free speech. Your job is not to monitor and control the free, the free movement of information and ideas. And if you're going to do that, then you deserve to be bullied out of that position. Republican demonization of the agency hasn't abated. After the GOP took the House of Representatives in 2022, the House Judiciary Committee, led by Representative Jim Jordan of Ohio, has spent much of his term focused on grievances from the 2020 election. It subpoenaed Easterly earlier this year and then issued a report that claims CISA metastasizes, uh, metastasized into the nerve center of the federal government's domestic surveillance and censorship operations on social media. If you were at the center of uh, tracking and monitoring and censoring people for the things they say for having uh, not right opinions, then yes, you deserve to be brought in and grilled about that. And most of these grill sessions have resulted in finding out that that's exactly what these agencies were doing. And you, you, the, this article glosses over the fact that all of these things that these, all of these, you know, three-letter government agencies these intelligence agencies were were accused of doing it's actually what the fuck they were doing they were legitimately censoring free speech and free movement of information and ideas that's exactly what the fuck they were doing this isn't some conspiracy this isn't some huge like oh my god look at what these republicans are doing what these republicans did was find out that everything we thought that these motherfuckers in the intelligence agencies were doing is exactly what they were doing and they needed to be fucking stopped 
It's not demonization. It's showing them for what they are. Maybe demons. In a podcast interview on On with Kara Swisher in June, Easterly explained that CISA will no longer help flag state and local election officials' concerns to social media companies. I need to ensure we are able to do our core mission to reduce risk to critical infrastructure. And at this point in time, I do not think the risk of us dealing with social media platforms is worth any benefit, quite frankly, Easterly said, though she did not specify the source of the risk. I made a decision not to do that, so we are not doing that. Local election officials can give that to the platforms themselves, and I think that's the right place for us to be. Though an agency spokesperson, Easterly declined to comment. In an email statement, she said, election security is one of CISA's top priorities, along with our interagency partners. We're fully focused on supporting state and local election officials as they prepare for the 2024 election cycle. As we have since 2017, CISA will continue to lean forward and do our part to ensure that American people can have confidence in the security and resilience of our most sacred democratic process. Meanwhile, some platforms have cut back on trust and safety teams. Tech companies are still sharing their findings with each other, a Meta spokesperson told NBC News. The exception is X, whose owner Elon Musk released a giant cache of emails and company documents related to its previous trust and safety efforts and also made huge cuts into its trust and safety and election integrity teams. During the Israel-Hamas war, X has left viral terror videos from Hamas go viral and linger on the site for days. Because that stuff, and that's a problem because it paints Israel in a negative light. That's, I mean, that's really it. Uh, one current ex-employee who wasn't authorized to speak for the company said she'd no, uh, she, they said they had no remaining faith that the company could handle propaganda campaigns. The company no longer has the team, the tools, or the capabilities to identify and mitigate these attacks, they said, because what they were doing previously was not identifying and mitigating, but just straight up full-blown censoring people. That's why they hated the Twitter file so much. That's why they hated so much that Elon Musk released a giant cache of emails and company documents related to its previous trust and safety efforts, because all of those emails and all of those documents showed that everything that Twitter had been doing under the previous administration and with their massive uh, trust and safety, uh, yeah, trust and safety and election integrity teams was actually just going out and blanket censoring anybody who had a not correct opinion on anything. It wasn't protecting from disinformation. It wasn't protecting from foreign influence. It wasn't protecting anybody. It wasn't doing anything other than censoring people. So yeah, fuck all that. Cut all that out. It's not the government's responsibility to tell you whether something's right or wrong. It's your responsibility to figure it out for your fucking self. They can't tell you how to think. You need to go read stuff from every fucking side and figure out where the truth is. And I bet it's somewhere in the middle, but I bet it's probably somewhere closer to the right than to the what the left tells you. But none of that matters. I, I have found stuff where uh, some of the some of the stuff from the left wing or the right wing sources is kind of uh, they blow shit out of proportion or, you know, they say stuff that's objectively wrong and you might find more information on the left. And sometimes the left like accidentally tells the truth about stuff, too. Uh, like, you know, there's not always spin. That's why you need to do research. You need to look at stuff. You need to find out what's going on with this stuff. Or you can just listen to me because I'm I'm looking at every side of it and trying to figure out where does the truth fall in this. Find objective good sources of information and figure out what's propaganda, what's bullshit, and what's the truth. 
but that's on you. That's your job to do that. It's not the government's job to tell the tech companies what to tell you is true and is false. That'll do it for today. I will be back on Wednesday with a brand new episode. I think I think on Wednesday, I haven't decided exactly. Um, I might talk about the, there was a Newsweek article. It's come out, it's been a while ago uh, where they talk about the Trump followers who are being targeted by the FBI leading up to the 2024 election. Uh, there's also another one also from Newsweek that uh, talks about the social change movements and how the right is winning the, not really winning the war, but making some big inroads with the, uh, to knock down some of the social justice bullshit. And I, I'm, I'm actually leaning more towards that one than anything. I might, might hold off on the, uh, on the, I, I've, hold, I've held off on the other one for about a month now already. Anyway, may as well, may as well, push that one out another week or so i'm really hoping really hoping that um here this week after thanksgiving i can uh twist mark metz's arm into doing the uh bronze age mindset slash bronze age pervert episode uh i'm i'm really shooting really hopefully shooting for friday night on that so I'll follow up on that as soon as I have some confirmation. And in the meantime, hope you have a great rest of your day. Go check out the daily. Uh, today will be the only day that there is a, a short daily video uh, traveling most of the rest of the week for uh, Thanksgiving and stuff. So it'd be tough to get anything out. But, um, you know, check out the daily for today as well. And I will see you on Wednesday. Later. Before you go, make sure you check out our great sponsor, Agorist Acres. Now, agoristacres.com, you can find over 100 varieties of seeds. They've got vegetables, flowers, all kinds of stuff. They've got heritage brands, everything that you want to start any kind of garden that you need. It's free shipping on any order of $20 or more. They've got cool packaging, and most of the seeds come in a fancy glass vial, no paper envelopes. They accept U.S. dollars and crypto and can easily take either at checkout. Now, be sure to head over to agoristacres.com, and anything that you get... Use the promo code FCT at checkout for 10% off your order. I say all the time that you need to be starting your own garden. You need to be growing your own food. You need to be getting off the grid and becoming less dependent on grocery stores and stuff like that. Agorist Acres is a great first start. They have got everything you need for whatever kind of garden you want. Great people, great product, highly recommend. So go check them out. Thank you.